Hello, and welcome to the Hoopball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatra, joining you for this wonderful January 17th slate. It's a nice Sunday. We got two slates to talk about. Nice little early two-game card. Nice little four-game card to round out our evening. Some good fun to be had, nonetheless. So, we're going we're gonna to get into these games relatively quickly. It won't be a long podcast. I'm running solo. Uh, generally able to get through these little smaller ones pretty quick as it is. So uh, we'll give a quick shout-out to our presenting sponsors before we jump into anything, mybookie.ag. And I tell everybody, uh, ever since I started this podcast, I always get asked for betting tips. Uh, you know, who am I playing? Is it going to be the Lakers? Is it going to be Clippers? You know, today, if you ask me, maybe I would have said Packers. Um, and I tell them it's not what you bet, it is where you bet that's more important. So I tell people to go check out my bookie, mostly because their reputation is rock solid. They have the best odds in the business, the best contests, and the best promotions. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets, the only sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines for all of these wonderful NFL playoff games, and every single regular season game for basketball as well. And you know me. I don't give that stamp of approval out very easily. You have to earn it, and you have to be the best at what you do to earn it. And my bookie does that pure and simple. So... It's simple. Go use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, when you sign up, and you'll get 50% of your deposit matched up to 1000 bucks. So you put in a grand, they give you $500 free dollars to play with. So check it out, guys. Go over there. Use that promo code HOOPBALL. And then while you're at it, speaking of promo codes, check out Manscaped, guys. Go over there. Get their perfect package kit. Get that lawnmower 3.0. Get the weed whacker, you get the body wash, you get the conditioner, you get the traveling case, the nice fit boxers, you get the whole kit and caboodle. Just use that promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, and you'll get 20% off, plus free shipping on all and every product you get from Manscaped. So guys, promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Makes a great gift for others. Or, hey, listen, if you're just looking for an upgrade in, uh, in the little cleanliness department and maybe in your bathroom drawer or, uh, you know, whatever it may be, it makes total sense to check out Manscaped. Their products are fantastic. I, I personally just love the fact that they're all waterproof and they charge very quickly. And the charge lasts. So you get a good, good, good charge out of that thing. <clears throat> Nonetheless... Let's jump right into everything. Early slate, two games, starts at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the New York Knicks taking on the Boston Celtics. So, as far as an injury report for the Celtics, Carson Edwards, Romeo Lankford, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, all ruled out. Kemba Walker, Daniel Tice, Taco Fall, questionable. So, Kemba making his way back from that knee soreness uh, that kept him out all season so far. Uh, one would expect that he slowly kind of worked his way back into things and wouldn't be just coming out here playing 30 minutes. Nonetheless, keep an eye on it. For the next, Alec Burks is doubtful. Frank Nittaclean is out, while Nerlens Noel and Mitchell Robinson, both their big men, are probable. So, we'll start off with this Knicks team, the away team in this one. Uh, you know, Knicks playing relatively good basketball this season. There's nothing you can complain about. Uh, you know, lost that tight one to the Cleveland. That's one of the games that we had kind of expected to win where they, you know, beat a team that they probably, a couple of teams that they probably shouldn't have. Nonetheless, we'll start at the top with Julius Randle. It's uh, it's hard to ignore him anymore. He's not a guy that I've have had too many shares of all season long. And it's, I, I buy into him at this point. At 9,200, two games slate, you know, is he the most expensive guy I want to spend up on? Absolutely not. 
Uh, we'll talk about two guys, uh, you know, one guy in that later game and one guy on the other side of the ball that had my interest a little bit more. But he's still my favorite Nick, nonetheless. Um, you know, looking at some of these other guys on the wing, you know, quickly he's going to be a popular option. I expect him to be pretty chalky, especially on the two games. So he played 28 minutes in that last one, took 17 shot attempts. And listen, the guy's been taking triple-digit shot attempts over the past three games, 20-plus minutes in all of them, and he's only 4,100. I'm not going to argue with the play at all. I think he's very much in play. I think he's rock solid. And if you wanted to fade him, it's simply on an ownership standpoint. Uh, the only other guy I'd probably be looking at might be like a guy like Reggie Bullock, and that would be the guy I'd fade him on the ownership standpoint. For 3,900, should continue to start, play 30-plus minutes. He's not going to do much outside of you know a couple rebounds and a three or two. Uh, but he's there if you need him, and uh, the price isn't terrible. So moving on, Boston side of the ball, Jalen Brown, 8,900. That is the guy I was talking about. When you uh, when you don't want to pay that ninety two hundred and you'd rather just spend the eighty eighty nine on Jalen Brown, it makes sense. So, uh, you know, I would say Randall's probably safer. Definitely a better cash game play. Brown makes more sense, and from a position eligibility standpoint, makes more sense uh, at eighty nine hundred. Looking at the front court, I think that's somewhere else I can get a little bit of love. Tristan Thompson uh, should continue to start. Should continue to play pretty decent minutes. Played twenty in that last one. He's five K. We know the Knicks play pretty big. So I expect to see some decent run, especially if we see Daniel Tice is not able to play. And then Grant Williams started alongside of him in that last one. He played 23 minutes as well, only put up four and a half DK points, but near minimum salary. So, you know, we have some options where if you wanted to try to throw Randall, a Jalen Brown, and a Luka all in one lineup, you can get away with it. Not going to be the prettiest, but you can do it. And that's probably it for me. I'm not going to be playing anybody else of, uh, you know, maybe the Pritchards or anybody else. I'll just keep it with these main guys that will be in the starting lineup. Next game, Chicago Bulls traveling to Dallas. Take on my Mavericks. As far as this game goes, injury report. The Bulls, Devin Dotson, Chandler Hutchinson, Luke Cornette, Tomas Sadoransky, all out. Otto Porter Jr. and Garrett Temple, both being listed as probable. For the Mavericks, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell, Josh Richardson, all out. Tim Hardaway Jr., questionable. Jalen Brunson, questionable. And then Chris Stops is probable. So I'm going to keep this easy. Just play Luca. Just play Luca. Hey, it's a two game slate. It's 11,200. I don't care about the price tag. He's playing the Chicago Bulls, who play no defense, bottom three defense in the league. Just play Luca. Cash, GPP, whatever it is, don't get cute. Just play Luca. Um, that's it. That's all I got for you. Not playing Chris Stops at 84. I get the minutes are starting to get back up there. He's taking a ton of shot attempts. I don't hate the call. 8,400 is a little too expensive for a guy that's not completely back in shape or uh, got the rust all worked off yet. Willie Coley Stein, price is up there at 53 now. Wouldn't hate it. Don't love it. He's in play. It's not the best play, in my opinion. And then other than that, maybe look at a little James Johnson at 46. That doesn't crush it either. Looking at the Chicago side of things, uh, you know, Zach Levine, to almost touching 10K, is impossible for me to play. He's paying it off. I get it. I'm not expecting 40 minutes and 42 minutes from every single game like those last two. So I'll let somebody else eat that price tag. I'll take a pass at 97. If anything, um, I might prefer Kobe White at 77. But I just think both those guys are a little bit too expensive. Dallas's defense has been elite this season as well. Much, much improved. I'm not playing either one of these backcourt guys right now as I'm as I'm rolling into things. If anything, I'd look at the front court between Marketing or Wendell Carter Jr. 
uh, and, and just you know maybe take a stab at that. That's it though for me. I'm not completely in love with this side of the ball. I kind of gave you my uh, my my take on this. It may end up being stars and scrubs like where I, I just try to load up on some 50 point type guys, and then hope my uh, my value gets me 20. Let's move on to the next slate. Two games down, just like that, just like that. Cruising. Eight minutes in. And we are working to the main site. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This game starts. Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. For the Thunder, Trevor Ariza, Al Horford, Ty Jerome, all ruled out already. For the Sixers, we do not have the injury report. They played tonight. And uh, that is exactly why we don't have it. And that's probably exactly why we do not have Oh, we do. 218.5 game total. Philly favored by three. And I apologize. I did not say the game totals for the two previous games. For the Boston-New York game, 211.5, for Boston, 226.5 in the Chicago-Dallas game, Dallas being favored by seven. But this one, 218.5, Philly favored by three. So we know that Joel Embiid's already ruled out. He's uh, missing the next two games minimum, one being today, this one being tomorrow. So uh, there's a lot to look at. There's got to be a lot to like. Okay, see, we, we like to kind of attack this defense. It's not one that we're necessarily scared of. And I think that the top three guys are all very much in play. Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Shake Milton. Uh, the price on Shake starting to travel up there, almost at 6K. He was 52 uh, today, but still doesn't completely scare me off, especially on a four-game slate. Tobias Harris, 78. That's where he should be. I don't love it, but that's where he should be. And 86 for Ben Simmons. He's a triple-double threat every single time it beads off the floor. So I can I can look at all three of these guys with confidence. Same thing with Dwight Howard. He played great today. Blocks and rebounds should continue to be there for him. So I don't mind looking at some Howard. Well, uh, Tony Bradley struggled a little bit, but it's a second half of a back-to-back, so it wouldn't shock me if Howard plays a few less minutes. Um, not keen on getting a ton of Bradley, but I don't mind him either. Looking at the OKC side of the ball, though, things uh, things are a little different over here. Shea Gilders up to 83. I was all over him in that last one. Why? Oh, wait, they're playing the Bulls. Play Luka again. Uh, sorry. Getting away from myself. Nonetheless, 8300 Uh It's a fair price tag. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Not something I'm gravitating towards. Not expecting a game like he just had. Nonetheless, I think we have some better options that we'll get to and that we will talk about. So I think I'll take a pass on him. Looking at Baisley at 57 Solid price tag for a guy that's pretty much GPP only right now. Very up and down. Very, very up and down. So if you if you can get him on those 30 to 40 point nights, you're cashing in. But it's been a lot of you know, 18, 20s and you know, too much to trust necessarily in these uh in these cash yeah in these cash games. I'll be looking at the front court though. Isaiah Roby without uh without Al Horford should continue to start. He's playing 24 and 26 minutes in the two games without him. Put up at least 24 DK points in both of them. Bang on value, cash value, a little bit of tournament upside. So I don't hate it there. So we can go to him as well. And uh, if you want to look at Pochetvesky, don't mind it. But Roby's just the much much safer option. So that's it for me. I don't mind a little bit of Baisley, and I'll be playing some Roby. Probably not going to go chasing the Lou Dork game either. I just feel like that's fool's gold. Excuse me while I take a quick drink of water. All right. Let's jump right back into this. That's the only bad part when you're, uh, when you're going solo dolo on these shows. No one to talk so I can get my air and water breaks. But nonetheless, Utah Jazz traveling to Denver take on these old nuggets michael porter jr ruled out greg whittington ruled out 
for the Jazz. Joe Ingles, Jawan Morgan both ruled out. Derek Favors considered probable. Game total, 219.5. Denver being favored by one. To look at Utah Jazz, you know, Donovan Mitchell playing great. Over the last four games, he's shooting over 50% from the field and three. Now, with that being said, he's up to 8,500, and I'm not playing him in this matchup. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Just don't love that price tag. Conley and Gobert seem like they're priced appropriately, and there's just not a lot of juice on that bone for me. I do prefer Conley if I were to play anybody like in that you know Conley or Mitchell range. Um, I prefer Conley. I don't hate this matchup for Gobert. I also don't love it. Um, there's not a ton of center options that we're going to be crazy interested in uh, if you're not spending up. So maybe if you're looking at that mid-tier, he makes a little bit more sense and falls into that one. Uh, outside of that, I'm, I'm probably going to be looking to go more in this mid-range. You know, your Royce O'Neals and your Bogdanovich. I'm, I'm looking at anybody over here on Utah. It's just one of these games that's going to be hard-fought and tough. I expect it to be a little bit closer. They're going to need a little bit of a punch from somewhere that they're not used to, used to getting it. And that's basically Bogdanovich's stick. You know, he has these games every three or four games where he gets hot and he can win you some money on those ones. And same thing with Royce O'Neal. I'd continue to expect him to play 30-plus minutes. And he just needs a couple of rebounds and steals to fall his way. And all of a sudden, he's paying off that price tag. So I don't mind them. They're not my favorite plays, but I don't think I have any real favorite plays on this Utah side. Looking over at Denver, Joker coming in at 11 2. Most expensive guy on the slate. Um, not of the day. He's tied with Luca for that. Nonetheless, it's, uh, it's a doozy of a matchup. Going against uh, you know, Rudy Gobert. It never really struggled against Rudy, though. That's the thing. So I do like him. I do very much think he's in play. I'm hoping this Jazz matchup kind of scares people off of him slightly. Because it's just simple. If you're not spending up in that last game, you're not spending up in this one on him. Who are you spending up on? You know, looking at Will Barton at 6K, he's another option. Um, you know, banging smack dab value most nights when we just see, uh, you know, no Michael Porter Jr. You're looking at a floor of about 25, 26. And he can get you upwards anywhere between 30 to 34, 35. So I don't mind him at 6K. I think that he is uh, very much in play. Looking at a guy like Gary Harris at 4,500, no thank you. Minutes should continue to be there. He's playing well over the past two games. It's just not something I could trust. If you wanted to take a stab at him in tournament, sure. And it's kind of the same thing with Jamal Murray. I just don't play Jamal Murray very often. He's very scoring-reliant. He has these games once in a while, like that last one, it's nine rebounds, six assists. I mean, but prior to that, in three straight games, uh, the most the dude has had was 12 total rebounds and assists added up in three games combined. So I'm not banking on that happen again either, so I'll probably take a hard pass on him. Really just Jokic for me, and then uh, maybe a little stab at a Gary Harris or Will Barton here and there. Halfway through, moving on to the 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Sacramento to take on the Kings. For the Pelicans, Lonzo Ball has been ruled out. For the Kings, Daquan Jeffries ruled out. Marvin Bagley questionable. Hassan Whiteside is questionable as well. 230.5 game total. This is going to be the highest one of this slate with the Pelicans being favored by two. It's a great matchup for the Pels. Between Brandon Ingram and Zion, these guys are priced up. Uh, 81 for Zion, 88 for Ingram. I like them both. If I had to pick one, push come to shove. I want to say I just feel safer with uh, with Ingram, but this, you know, that, that discount of $700 going to Zion should be a great matchup for Zion. Uh, even if Bagley plays, he struggles. 
does not play defense. I can't even say struggles playing defense. He, he doesn't play defense. So um, I don't. I think I'd probably lean more Zion. And then looking at who's going to kind of fill in for Bledsoe, or I mean for Alonzo. Bledsoe played 20 minutes in that last one. Game got out of hand. He just didn't look that right. Kind of looked like he was struggling, like a guy that might have just had an eye infection. So um, I continue to uh, expect him to start. Maybe he's a little bit better. Maybe we kind of hear some news on it. I would say just proceed with caution. He's not necessarily that lock-in cash play that you might think he is right off the rip. And then, uh, you know, we got to look at the guys like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who earned himself another start but only played 20 minutes. And that's the thing. Be careful chasing points. Uh, just because he's starting does not mean he's going to play 35 or 34 minutes. I love shooting guards versus the Kings. You will hear me say this every single day that I'm on this earth. So, I'm not going to say don't play him. I just don't think the minutes are necessarily going to be there. So I'll be looking at is Josh Hart, some J.J. Redick, some Bledsoe if he's okay, and, uh, you know, Zion. Again, don't mind Ingram. I mentioned a lot of people in this game. It's the highest game total of the slate. It's a great matchup for everybody at every single spot on the ball. So that's probably why I'm doing it. I didn't say Steven Adams. Uh, and watch will be the guy that drops 50. Next team, Sacramento. Take a look at him. Darren Fox, 7,900. And, you know, Fox has been pretty much returning that on a night-to-night basis. It's not anything that we necessarily can complain about. He does have the up-and-down games like that last one. It was a blowout. Throw that one out the window. Don't count it. Two games prior, 49 and 43. It's definitely a much better matchup, especially with Nolanzo. He usually gets up for those matchups, though. Maybe Lonzo would have helped him because he, uh, he has a little bit of an edge on that guy. But I do like Fox in this matchup. 7,900, I think that's a fair price tag. Holmes at 67, he's another guy, especially if we see no Bagley, no Whiteside. All the center minutes are pretty pretty much going to be up for Holmes. Um, and I think the only other guy, we probably see maybe a little Woodward or Leach that might sneak in there here and there, but they wouldn't play enough to matter. So those two guys I think are very much in play. I do not play Harrison Barnes. Whether it's good or bad, I'll take it off the chin when it's good. Most nights, I'm pretty happy about making that decision. And then Halliburton, kind of want to see that price tag drop a little bit. 64, love the player, love the game, love the matchup, just don't love the price tag. Uh, you know, Not saying he won't beat that. I just don't love paying for it. Final game. This may be one of the quickest podcasts I think we've ever recorded. See, that's what happens when you just kick Santino off a show here and there. Things just go smooth. They go quick. Seamless transitions. You don't got to hear this guy. Nonetheless, Indiana Pacers traveling to L.A. Take on the Clippers. Pacers have yet to submit their injury report. Still kind of waiting to hear back on some things. Uh, as we all heard today, the uh, unfortunate news of Karis Avert. Uh, during his physical, they found a mass uh, on his kidney. So, um, you know, shout out to his, you know, his family, uh, to Karis. Wish you nothing but the best. We Obviously, this goes beyond basketball, wins this sort of thing. And we just hope that this dude can make the speediest recovery that he could possibly make, get back to normal and be back in health. And hopefully playing basketball again real soon. Uh, but again, take basketball out of the equation. Just get healthy, Karis. Uh, wish you nothing but the best. And that's probably why we're kind of waiting here. There's a, you know, on top of that and some other news, um, some COVID things. That might be the reason why we do not have their injury report just yet. For the Clippers, Lou Will is questionable. Game coming in at a 223 game total. Clippers being favored by six points in this one. Pacers, they're going to have some shoes to fill. You know, Karis Avert was supposed to be stepping in for Oladipo and kind of taking that usage, taking some shot attempts. Uh, those are going to be up for grabs now. 
Now, Jeremy Lamb is working his way back. He's pretty much been practicing in full all last week. They have not yet announced that he will return. He's also not necessarily on the injury report. Um, Again, they don't have one, but would he be on it anyway? So keep your eye on that. If he does play, I wouldn't expect him, you know, guys haven't played in the year. I wouldn't expect him to come out and play 30 minutes. It'd probably be 18 to 20 to start, work himself up and all that. But there is still going to be some value that we could take a look at. Uh, The Holiday Brothers between Aaron and Justin Holiday. Justin, 46. Aaron, 42. Uh, I would expect both these guys to play significant minutes. I like Aaron just a little bit more because if this game gets out of hand, he should still play. TJ McCollum at 3,700. He's also an excellent play. Could just rack up steals and assists. Pretty good in the boards, too. Play, put up 27.25 DK points in that last one in only 21 minutes on three shot attempts. So eight assists, five boards, and three steals will help you get there. So I don't mind McConnell. Um, they're just going to need extra ball handling. Once they got rid of Oladipo, uh, that was pretty much writing on the wall. Uh, outside of Brogdon, it's going to be McConnell. It's going to be Aaron Holiday doing a lot of that ball handling. So, um, And then, you know, I said it, Brogdon. Price tag's way up at 8,700. This is a tough matchup. It's, you know, the Clippers team defense is fantastic. This dude's going to have to shoulder a big, big load going forward. Um, I don't love the play. I don't hate it. I, I wish he was a little cheaper, 84, and I would play him all day at that price tag. So, you know, it's a $300 difference between 84 and 87, so that's not enough for me to say I'm not playing him at all, but I'm definitely a little bit sour on him. I just want him to be a little bit cheaper. I'll have a couple of shares. I uh, probably won't get to too much Miles Turner. And Sabonis at 10 I've already talked about a couple of high-priced guys I might want to play. Um, if I'm spending all the way up, it's going to be going up to Jokic. And if I'm kind of going in that mid-tier, I might I might hang out with some uh, Ingram and some Zion and a couple options over there, maybe even a little Foxy Fox. Nonetheless, it's a great matchup. Um, you should be able to be looking at 45 to 50 here, no problem. That's it. Not chasing uh, Doug McDermott. All set over there. On the Clippers side of things, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, these guys, 97, 95, respectively. Uh, Paul George... You know, he last season he absolutely torched uh, the Pacers. He could easily do it again. They don't really have anybody that can defend him or Kawhi for that matter. Nonetheless, if I had to pick between these two guys, it would be Paul George in this matchup. With that being said, it's almost a coin flip. Probably won't be playing too much Serge Ibaka if he was power forward eligible. I probably would. Patrick Beverly, he was out of that last game with personal issues. He's off the injury report. He looks like he's expected to play. Don't mind taking a look at him at 4,800. I wish he was a little cheaper, but he's back up to playing big minutes. Should be playing 30-plus minutes in this one. And Beverly can just trip and fall into these stats, and that means that we're not looking at Reggie Jackson anymore now that Beverly is back. Started in that last one. I mentioned him on the pod. Ended up being a rock-solid value play. 18 minutes, put up 24 DK points. But we can leave that alone. We do not need to touch that. Um, eh, Maybe we could take a little stab if Lou Will is out, I guess. Maybe. And that's it. Not chasing any Batum points right now. Just don't feel like it's necessary. Better upside guys are out there. And that's it. 23 minutes. Ran through six games really fast on the solo pod. If you have a quick moment and you want to give me a follow on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Patria. M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And then uh, give us a thumbs up, a rate and review, subscribe, all those good stuff. You can find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, all over the place. It means the world to us when we get to see your guys' positive feedback in those reviews. A, lets us know that you're even listening to us. And B, lets us know that we're doing something right and what we can get better at. So we do really appreciate that, guys. So we'll back, be back tomorrow. I'll be on with my main man, Brenton. Oh, actually, no. I think I'm running solo. We'll see. 
Uh, Brent was under the weather last week. I'm gonna have to check into my good friend down there in the in the down under and make sure that he is good to go, or if he's still under the health and safety protocols at the moment, and if he will not be on the show. Nonetheless, I will be here, and I hope he could join me. I love talking to Brent. Good guy. But thank you guys for listening. From everybody over here at Hoopball, stay safe, take care. Let's go crush some GPPs.